and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner, returning after a rejuvenating two-week break and raring to go. So, without further ado, let's kick off the show with the second single from Bemonge's forthcoming album, which is called Private View. I think this track demonstrates beautifully Neil Arthur's deft pop touch, which has never eluded him, and of course just has this lovely little lift into the chorus. This is called Reduced Voltage.
Blamange and Reduced Voltage taken from their forthcoming album, Private View. And they're on tour soon, actually, if you fancy seeing them live. I'm not sure where I'm going to see them yet. I do like Gorilla in Manchester, but I am tempted by both Cantina in Lancaster and also the Forum in Barrow, which I don't think I've ever been to. Tickets are around 30 quid, but I've seen Blamange live quite recently and they are a treat. So if you fancy, maybe see you there. Anyway, moving on to the new EP from Lone Lady, which is entitled Former Things Reformed. And as you might have guessed, that consists of remixes of tracks from her former Things album. If you order it now, you can download a copy of the track There Is No Logic, as remixed by Stephen Morris and Julian Gilbert of New Order, otherwise known as The Other Two. This is There Is No Logic.
Lone Ladies, There Is No Logic, as remixed by the other two. And, you know, it's not really a given that a remix will improve a track, but I think they've done a, a cracking job on that. And whilst we're in this territory, the Tiny Magnetic Pets also have an album of remixes available for pre-order. This one titled Remix Remodel, and it's available via that magical place, Bandcamp. If you pre-order the album, then you receive a copy of this lovely little number. This is the Victor Vector remix of their track, Spaced.
the Victor Vector RMDL remix of Spaced by Tiny Magnetic Pets. Not that I've got any idea what RMDL refers to. But anyway, earlier this year, I bought tickets for an event called An Evening of Library Brutalism, which I guess I must have initially been interested in because I thought it was about brutalist architecture. But it turns out it wasn't. And I think the reason I must have gone ahead and bought the tickets anyway was because the evening featured a performance by the artist known as Warrington Runcorn Newtown Development Plan. Um, but I forgot all about that. So the Minx and I went along early this week to Lancaster University expecting a lecture on brutalist architecture. And instead, we enjoyed a talk on hauntology by Bob Fisher, which was actually pretty interesting. And then after a short break, we enjoyed the set by Gordon Chapman Fox, who is the guy behind uh, Warrington Runcorn Newtown Development Plan. I have to say, it was a really odd place for a gig, just in a conference room in a library. Not much in the way of an atmosphere or a light show, but actually the sound was good and it was really enjoyable. So taken from last year's album, People and Industry, this is Aerospace.
Aerospace from the album People and Industry by Warrington Runcorn Newtown Development Plan. So on Friday evening, the Minx and I went to see the new film about David Bowie, which is called Moon Age Daydream. And it's not a biopic in the usual sense. It's more of a kind of collage of images and music, mostly focused between Ziggy Stardust and Let's Dance. And at any given point, it kind of oscillates a couple of years prior and after. Was it any good? I think that depends on how much of a Bowie fan you are. I found the kaleidoscopic approach really effective and useful in places, but a bit of a mess in others. I'd, I'd say on balance, if you like Bowie, go and see it. I was surprised to see the soundtrack made quite a bit of use of the track Ian Fish UK Air from the album Buddha of Suburbia, uh, which I played that track on this show many years ago. And I like that album, not least because I thought it marked a return to Bowie's more interesting and experimental writing. Um, I'm going to play a different track for the album, from the album for you this evening, though. This is called Sex and the Church. A conversion is said to be the union of Christ and his bride, the Christian. It's all very possible.
Sex and the Church by David Bowie from his album The Buddha of Suburbia, which I think is a bit of an overlooked gem. Uh, seek it out. And I mentioned a few weeks ago that I've bought a new synthesizer called a Strega, which I'm struggling to get anything sensible out of. But in support of its launch, there was an album released where various artists used that instrument to create new tracks. And on the last show, I played Daniel Miller's contribution to that compilation, uh, which I rather liked. And this week, I'm going to play you my current favourite on the album by a chap called Hero Cone. This is called Long Exposure.
Hero Cone, at least I think that's how it's pronounced, Hero Coney maybe, and that track was called Long Exposure, and you can find that on the album on Strager Musica, available, of course, on Bandcamp. Now, Brian Eno has a new album out soon, and I played the lead single from that on the show a few weeks ago. Last week, he made a second song available, this one entitled We Let It In. Uh, perhaps unsurprisingly, there are some lovely sounds on there, as you'd expect. Uh, and I always do enjoy his voice. And I think in the past he's described it as, I think he called it a musician's voice on the grounds that it doesn't have a lot of character to it. Um, and he likened it to some other artists. So again, Ruchi Sakamoto is one I think that springs to mind. But I do think his voice is quite distinctive and you can often hear it when he's provided backing vocals on albums by artists like U2 or Talking Heads. You can just hear him up there in the mix. Here though, his voice is front and center and it's quite lovely. This is We Let It In. Brian Eno, and we let it in from his forthcoming album, Forever and Ever No More. So I sporadically go through phases of returning to and listening to John Fox's albums, not so much the early ones from the first phase of his career. I don't really listen to those at all, but always the ones he recorded as John Fox and the Maths with collaborators like Benj and Hannah Peel, who are regular, have a regular role in the Maths. And in 2012, he released an album called Evidence, which included collaborations with other artists. And the one I'm about to play you is the title track, and it includes a collaboration with The Soft Moon. I love the vocal on this so much, and I think that... And the sound and the song itself just perfectly encapsulate why I like him so much. This is called Evidence. Evidence. 
John Fox and the Maths with The Soft Moon, and that was evidence taken from the album by the same name. So my son Dan returned to university this week, and on Monday night we went out for a bite to eat and a couple of beers together, and then spent the rest of the evening just chatting and playing music on the Sonos to each other. And there was this one track he played, which for the first minute or so I wasn't impressed by. In fact, we just carried on chatting, I was sort of ignoring it. And then I found my attention being drawn back to the music, which is always a good sign, isn't it? The band is M83, and this is a single they released a couple of years ago, reinterpreted by Felsman and Tylee. This is called Solitude. Felsman entirely interpretation of M83's Solitude, which brings us to our last track of the show and a live version of a personal favourite from my teens. It's taken from OMD's second album organisation, which was quite a sombre affair. In fact, even that very poppy lead single, Enola Gay, was written around the time of their first album, which was a lot more pop, uh, but wasn't finished in time to be included on the album, which I guess was lucky for them because it meant they had a good, strong lead single for the, for the follow-up album. Anyway, this week I came across a bonus disc on their compilation album which is called with crushing predictability Souvenir and that contains an entire concert from 1983 on one of the bonus discs and I would have bought the whole concert but 
trying to buy a disc worth of songs from a compilation album on both iTunes and Amazon is a nightmare. You have to do it like a track at a time. So in the end, I just bought a handful, including this one, uh, which is the absolutely wonderful Stan Lowe. Before I kick that off, though, let me just say thank you so much for listening. I do hope you'll be back next week. And until then, cheers. Bye. Yeah.